at and move forward with in the few minutes that we have here today. So I want to read this verse to you. It's from the book of Nahum, chapter 1, verse 7. It says this, The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in Him. The Lord is good. He's a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in Him. All of that is built on the premise that God is good. I would love for us today to just start right there from that premise. Even even if you're not sure about that, but just be willing to consider that as a possibility. That God is good. I think if we can start right there and move forward from that point under the assumption that God has good plans in mind for me, that he loves me, that he knows what he's doing. If we can start right there, we're going to see some good stuff happen. So that's going to be our starting point, just the knowledge that God is good. So I hope you're doing well. It's been crazy times. Uh, The shutdown for me as a total extrovert, kind of starting to feel like payback for all the times I got into an introvert's bubble. Uh, so I'm excited for the day that we come back out of hiding, but, uh, but I'm doing well. Uh, I totally understand Tom Hanks' character in Castaway, how he started talking to his volleyball. I get that now. I mean, I haven't started like notching the days on the wall in my basement. By God's grace, that's not going to happen, so, uh, so we're good. Uh, but listen, the last couple of weeks, we've been talking a lot about dealing with our fear. And part of not feeding our fear means that at some point we leave it behind us and we move ahead with where we're at right now. We just start pressing forward. So today I want to offer you two things. One that I hope will be hopeful and encouraging to you, and the other that I hope will be challenging and forward-moving. So right now, the wind is just whipping through our world. Uh, There's a lot of uncertainty happening. And there's two things that this morning in our time as you're watching this video, I just want you to anchor down on these two things. Just drop your anchor. The first one is anchor down in hope. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 19 says, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. What is hope? Hope essentially is the expectation of something good. You know that your your expectations are going to set the boundaries of your life, right? Hope is the expectation of something good. Like We're likely to be drawn to and get what we're looking for in life. Whether it's good or it's bad, our expectations are going to establish the boundaries of our life. So whatever you're looking to right now in expectation of something good, that's where your hope is. The Bible says that our hope is an anchor for the soul. Well, what kind of hope is it? It's a firm and secure hope. Now, you know as well as I do that not everything we could hope in is firm and secure. This passage is talking about one specific type of hope. The author is writing to a group of people who have basically abandoned the common belief system of their day. In their case, it was Judaism. They've abandoned the common belief system of the day and put their hope in Christ. More specifically, if you drill down on this particular passage in Hebrews 6, they've put their hope in the fulfillment of God's promise to save them through Christ. Their hope is anchored firmly and securely in the expectation that God is doing what he said he would do. This is the hope that they have, 
And today, I want to anchor our hope in the expectation that God is doing what he said he would do. So I want to just uh, flip in my Bible, in your device, your Bible, whatever you have handy, to Psalm 23, one of the most well-known chapters in all the Bible. It's very short, just a few sentences. And I want to anchor our hope in the bookends of Psalm 23. Psalm 23, 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Some translations say, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need, or I shall not want What does a shepherd do? He takes care of the sheep. Why do the sheep have all that they need? Because the shepherd is taking care of them. Notice the cause and effect relationship there. Why do I lack nothing right now? Because the Lord is my shepherd. Why do you lack nothing right now if you're a follower of Christ? Because the Lord is your shepherd. The expectation that if you've submitted your life to God, He's now in charge, and you have everything you need to fulfill his plans for your life. Now, the other book in 23, verse 6, at the end of the chapter, it says, Surely God's goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our hope is anchored in the expectation of God's goodness, being with us always. Our expectation of God's goodness, which belongs to us through the gift of Christ. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. I want to tell you that if you're looking for the goodness of God and you're expecting it, you're likely to find it. If you're looking for trouble, you're likely to find that. But what I want to encourage you to do is to swim upstream, to cast off the common belief system of the day, and operate in the expectation that God's goodness and God's love are going to follow you every day of your life. Do what everyone else, don't do what everyone else seems to be doing and talk yourself onto the ledge. Anchor down in hope. Anchor down in hope. The second thing that I want you to anchor down in is this. Anchor down in purpose. If we spend this entire season that we're going through right now just lamenting the problem, lamenting the situation, and wishing that it would be over, not only is it going to be miserable, but we're also going to miss out on whatever new and good thing God might want to do in our lives and whatever he might want to accomplish through us. God's not shut down for the virus. You know that, right? Like his plans are not thrown off right now. God's purpose for us as Christ followers in the world is that we would not only receive his hope, but that we would then be agents of hope to the rest of the world. That can't be shut down. I'm an agent of hope regardless of what's happening in the culture around me. God's purpose for us is that we would lift each other up, that we would show compassion that we would spread hope, uh, that we would point people toward Jesus. The fact that there's a pandemic happening hasn't changed that at all. Psalm 33, 11 says, The plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of His heart through all generations. Your mission and your purpose hasn't changed a bit. In fact, there's an opportunity for us right now to be difference makers for the world around us. 
If we as Christ followers or those who have received God's grace and received hope from God, if, if we're on the sideline, then things like discouragement and fear and despair, those things are going to be running amok if we're on the sideline. We're the agents of hope in the world. Now, I get it. Okay, I, I, I want to challenge you with something here. Okay? Maybe you're watching and you're like, yeah, but I feel kind of powerless. Uh, like maybe you lack self-assurance. What, what do I really have that could contribute to someone else right now? Um, or maybe it's uh, just a matter of the weight of your, your own emotional state. Is You're just trying to keep your head above water. Or maybe you're just feeling like, you know, I just don't really have the resources necessary to spread hope and to help other people. I totally understand all those things, but I want to challenge you right now, okay? Listen, don't underestimate who you are. Don't underestimate who you are. Don't underestimate how, how you could impact someone else's life. Don't underestimate what God could do through you. Don't underestimate your role in God's story. Don't underestimate the significance of one phone call or one kind word. Don't underestimate how God might want to work through one small act of kindness or generosity. See, the difference between a Christ follower's response to the situation that we're in right now and the culture's response is that as a Christian, I have Romans 8.28. I have that. Romans 8.28 says, we know that in all things, God is working for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. We have that. God isn't going to just get us through this crisis. He's not just going to get you through this crisis. He's going to accomplish his purpose on the earth through this crisis. And he wants you to be a part of it. So don't abandon your purpose. Anchor down in purpose. Don't abandon your purpose because, you know, this strange and temporary situation is happening. Adjust your routines and behaviors. Be wise. Do what makes sense. But don't stop being who you are because our routines are currently upset. Anchor down in hope. Anchor down in purpose. Now, I just want to give you one action step for this week. This is what I want to ask everybody who's watching the video to do. Certainly everyone who's a part of the Center Church family. I want you to reach out each day this week. Uh, hopefully that's five days for you. Each day, reach out to one person in your life. It could be a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a neighbor. It could, be, it could be anyone. Reach out to someone, okay, fulfilling your purpose. Reach out to someone and fill their hope tank. Encourage them. You're not alone. You're going to make it through. I was just thinking of you. Is there something you need help with? Is there something I can do for you? I'm looking forward to when we can get back together. Reach out to someone and be a difference maker for them today. God bless you guys. I love you. Take care.